Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Steve Garvey is much better looking than any of the members of Rush that you're listening to right now. I feel strongly about that. Garvey's I think a that, I mean, man. although I don't know, I don't remember what the bass player looked like. I mean, <laughs> I don't either. I if I if I'm being perfectly honest, I don't remember what any of them look like, other than Getty I have, Lee looks exactly like you think Getty Lee looks lo- like. Longer hair, long kind hair, of like yeah, tiny face. <laughs> That's not a good feature. He's I don't one think. of those tiny headed people. <laughs> Do you have a list? He sounds like his voice. <laughs> One of those tiny-headed people feels like you've cultivated and curated a list of, of <laughs> many members. I don't members. trust tiny-headed people. <laughs> that is that is your uh, it's, bias, is tiny is. heads? I am anti-tiny head. <laughs> I mean, there are, there are many handsome Canadians. He's just not one of them. <laughs> Yeah, you're not disparaging the entire, the entire nation, ca- of nation of Canada. Has many attractive people in it. Sure, sure. Is, none of them are Getty Lee. How you been, PK? We haven't done a show together in a very long time. It's been a while. It's been years, quite frankly. No. Yes, it hasn't. No, because I've, I've done a bunch with Andy. I haven't done with and one with you in a long time. No, it has been years, but it's. it's are you sure? It's been maybe a year, but not years. <laughs> we should have Slee call out more often. We I can, we can, I agree. I, I I really want to believe him. I just don't. No, you know, I don't at all. I just I just don't. I there are t- if it were any one of the extenuating circumstances, it's coincidence. But the only but thing, it's all of them together. Yeah, and it's is the only thing that makes me think is like, are we still at an? What does he do? Honestly, what is Alan Sliwa playing hooky from work, calling in? Okay. Sick. But see now, now you've what gotten that? into the. Th- this is the part where it goes from fun to frustrating for me, <laughs> because I've tried to figure out what goes on, and we've been Emily. How long we've we been doing the show? Nearly a couple of years, right? We're yeah, like almost two. Years. Yeah. I have no idea. Because if I say, so how'd you spend your day? Eh, I just had some stuff to do. Yeah, like what? Eh, did you see Lakers last night? Anthony Davis looks pretty. It's like wait, wait, no, no. and you try to. It's fruitless. How do we know the, he's not like the, an assassin? Well, that's one of the theories. Is that he disappears to go on Kill someone. missions, right. assignments. People who deserve it, probably. <laughs> well, only the bad people, right? right? But yeah, this is, I, I don't know. So he could be sitting at home staring at the wall. I don't, he I could be that, out. Yeah, today he's legitimately in pain. There's a carousel of emotions going through his head. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think he wanted to wear the jersey. It is the holiday season, so everybody's kind of would like to just kind of chill at home with friends and family. That's sure. a, that's a, I mean, this is when you do it, right? Plus, it's he's got a week off coming up next week. Mm. So everybody, when you got that vacation and you just got to get to the finish line, sometimes you get a little, hey, no, why don't we just pull the ripcord right now? <laughs> and it, all of these things together add up to a very specious illness. I just, I don't buy it. I don't buy the whole thing. The and whole Sliwa experience. None of it? Not like buying his anything. existence? Do you think All he's a hologram? I, no, I mean, he literally exists. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm not, I'm not, I'm not buying what he's selling. <sighs> it's, it's, it's a, the whole a thing is a front. There's a lot. 
Yeah, They're it's a front. Way. See, we can we can talk a little bit. And Taylor, uh, feel free to chime in with your light the beam chance and everything you got. Uh, I want to talk about the Lakers with you for a second mm. because, and this is quasi serious. Um, Anthony Davis's injury basically ended the season, right? Because you you don't know what move to make now. You don't know whether to try to hey let's wait till he gets back and then we can add pieces. They were bad before he went off. He did go off. They were actually kind of good, dare I say, and fun. And now he's gone again. And now nobody knows what to I, do. I, it was it was so frustrating because like they were just good enough. Yeah, because you know they got you have to set aside two and ten. Two and ten is over. You can't undo it. You Since can't fix then, it. They've been pretty good. And then they got like they were like, "Hey, they beat Denver. That was with AD on the sidelines, mm-hmm. and they beat Milwaukee, and they should have beaten Philadelphia, and they you know they don't blow that game against Indiana. They, they should have beat the Celtics. They should have beat the Celtics. And it's like they they kind of can play with anyone. Yeah, but they're also five games under five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> and again, before AD got hurt, and like every nobody, nobody thinks he's getting through the like the, the the remaining 57 games without hurting himself. I, I don't know if I spoke this into existence. I didn't because like you're saying everybody that's a Laker fan was thinking the same thing, but we were talking about it when he was just tearing through the league for that whatever it was 4 or 5 week period. We were had a conversation about when do you just kind of accept that he's back? And I'm like at the end of the year. Like if we can get through the whole year where yes. he's doing this, yes. sure, I will believe that he is fully healthy and he's back, and now we can move forward. And then a day or two later, he gets hurt against and, and, Denver. You know, you, I mean, people in LA, it doesn't rain here, but you walk around with an umbrella because the shoes dropping are going to hit you. And like, <laughs> this is the problem. And to to completely ruin the season for Laker fans everywhere, what makes you think it's going to be different next year? Oh, it. That's the whole point. It's That's like, the entire point. That's is, what's so scary is, about what might happen next. Because if they move things to try to be better this year, or hey, the piece that will if help you us can just next tread year, water a little bit and then we'll go into next year. It's and, like what's different? Next and the year? whole concept of well, ne- well, LeBron's in year twenty-one. AD's still coming off another season where he missed a bunch of time because of injuries. You still don't have any of the peripheral players that you need to be really good. And oh, by the way, we just moved the few remaining assets that we have to go from thirteenth to eighth. Okay. okay. What, what? Why is that going to get any better next year or the year after that? This, this is why what just happened is not just bad for now. It's bad for that and then that and then that. I Andy and I were talking about this on the the podcast, which is available every day, everywhere you can wherever find you podcasts. can find your podcast, yes. the Locked On Lakers podcast. Um, you can make an argument that the Lakers are. They don't trust the AD LeBron Foundation, which is why they don't want to spend the the equity to try to improve it and all that. And that is certainly a a valid perspective. I I also think that Palinka is just waiting for something magical to appear that basically undoes all the damage that fixes all of it he's okay. waiting for some magic what would incre- that look like it are you literally look- talking like ethereal you know otherworldly <laughs> close to it i mean like basically that you know some superstar some something is going to become available to them where if they just wait long enough it's it's will smith and i am legend i can fix this <laughs> 
You know, it's like, like he can't, and he can't because like they, they are at the Argo, the part of Argo where they're standing in front of the desk and they're just like, this is the best bad option that we have. <laughs> right. Like all they have are bad options. You wait. I still think they should have tried the bikes through, through, <laughs> through the mountains in the winter. <laughs> By the way, me. if you have not seen that movie, you are missing out. And if you haven't seen that scene, it's great. You're really missing out. It's one of the best movies of the last decade or so. That's terrific. Um, they... They are they they have if you wait on this season and go into the off season the little more flexibility to try to make trades to try to sign people whatever it might be and you keep your picks okay great but you've now punted again on a LeBron AD season it's not isn't it time to punt on that I mean because you can to your point you can keep waiting for the thing that has not happened to happen I, I have this argument with my wife all the time I can't believe she said that to me. She said it to you every day for the last 30 years. Mm. Of, course, of course she said it today. Of course she did. Why Why? why is yeah. today the day that it wasn't going to happen? My mom kept waiting for my grandmother <laughs> to be nice to her. Same Never idea. happened. So this idea, well, if this, this, and this, okay, but that's probably not going to happen. Mm. So why don't we start the process on the next thing, which is, who knows? You know, And, and the part that's never really worked for me, and this idea that, well, you have to put a star player, you have to put a competitive product – the Laker fans are about as loyal of a group of people as it exists. They are Laker fans. They will ride with you even if you are bad for a period of time or you're in the process of trying to rebuild something for a period of time. Nobody likes it, but it's not like they're the Chargers where whatever little base you have is going to run away because you have it. Trust your fans. They, if, if you give them a, a blueprint that makes sense and that you say, look, we're doing this, it's going to lead us to this, it's going to lead us to this, ultimately back to being the Lakers, all right, let's see what happens. See, they want competence. And it, the problem is now they're projecting none of that. And I, I think Rob Polinka put together a, a championship roster mm -hmm. two years ago. They lucked into it to some degree, but everyone does. And has completely dismantled it to this point. And when the the biggest drawback to the Westbrook trade, aside from what <laughs> when they made it, like right. what wh why what is that it was a two year deal with no parachute. There is no exit ramp from Russell Westbrook because you have traded away your pay. It is still staggering to me that to take Russell Westbrook from the from the Wizards. When literally nobody else in the league wanted wanted to do that, mm -hmm. the Lakers gave up a pick. Like, they gave them a pick, as opposed to getting one to take that contract on. They gave them all that stuff and a pick to do that. So you gave the pick. You gave Kuzma. You gave up KCP. The middle class of this team is gutted. You put yourself in a position where the only way you can improve your team is through uh, veterans minimum contracts, and I think we've seen over the last couple of years what that does for you. Not much, and a, and a mid level, and obviously you missed on Kendrick Nunn. I thought that was a good signing. Hasn't worked out, and Lonnie Walker is doing okay. But if he plays well for the Lakers, go play somewhere else because they can actually pay him. The Lakers can't. Mm -hmm. There's no roadmap here that makes people feel like okay, if we suffer through this now, it will get better. People are willing to take on a little bit of suffering. If there's reward, if there's something that's waiting for you at the end, and I'm with you, the plan, just, I, I don't know what it is. I, I no, no one's ever been able to explain clearly Unicorns. what it is. Unicorns and they're, Thunderbolts. They're, they're apparently interested in Bradley Beal. That would be the most 
Lakery thing to do and <laughs> in also the worst a way. colossal terrible way. idea. Bradley Beal makes seven hundred and forty two million dollars a year through the year twenty sixty eight. And I'd like to throw one other thing on there because I and has been on zero good teams. Right. I, and is hurt all the time. So in that sense he fits right in. I, I like guys that are on good teams. I like guys that the reason they're on good teams is because they're on the team. Like, yeah. hey, you know, they're pretty good. Why are they good? Because he's really, really good. Hey, you know who's great on a bad team? Not interested. Not not interested. I because if he were that good, especially in basketball, if I got one really good player and one or two decent guys, we're going to be average at least. Yes, and they have not been that. No, that, and where the Lakers have really failed is in the decent guys. Yeah, they've got Anthony Davis and LeBron James, sure. and like look at look at last night's game. Look at, at Sacramento. Kevin Herter would be the third best player on on the Lakers. Harrison Barnes would probably be the third best player on the Lakers. Um, De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis, obviously those are their foundational stars. But, but go through the rest of the roster. They have competent players. You know, the, 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 you know uh, Keegan Murray is, mm-hmm. would be the third best player on the Lakers. And like if you did a draft, let's say you set aside LeBron and AD, they go first. You're probably taking six kings before you take another Lakers. That's a great way to look at it. This is how I like it. Slee is getting his audition tape ready to play the president yeah. in Commander and Chimp. And, I have... Of course, in classic Slee fashion, he doesn't even understand. The president is the chimp, <laughs> so he can't have that role. We, I have lots of questions. I have notes on Commander and Chimp. We will, we will get oh. inside the script. Do you think he's doing like an Andy Circus kind of thing, where he like we CGI the chimp and it's Slee with a bunch of ping pong balls all over him? I, I have lots of questions. We'll do okay. it next. Commander and Chimp, the breakdown coming up next. It's Travis Slee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. I had an interesting night last night, Brian, where it was my wife's birthday yesterday. And we went to dinner with... Uh, Classy. Yes. Took the, the three children and Bobby's girlfriend, Sarah. Uh, she comes with us on the on a lot of these things. We had a nice night. Six of us at a, a local establishment having a... a, a Really nice night. Susan was having a good time. We were all having a good time. The service was dreadful. <laughs> oh man. Okay, like like dreadful. Like and not in a like a rude way. Just in nothing came out quickly. Half of it was wrong, and it was just it was and slow as could be, right? And just awful. The food is terrible, and in such small portions. 
<laughs> the food was okay, but the just the process of what should have taken an hour and 15 minutes took close to two. Okay, it was really, really slow. And yet, and the kids, the my uh, my seventeen year old and my nineteen year old were climbing like this. They, they were getting angrier and angrier and angrier. And it, I was in a very unique position where, and I don't know if this has ever happened to me before until I say I didn't care. I was I was out, had a martini, having a bottle of wine on the table. It was what, and I I've never in my life been kind of enjoying to see. I wonder what's going to happen next. Like I, how. <laughs> How can this get where up? Oh, that's how it could be. That drink is wrong. That sandwich didn't come with the au jus that it was supposed to. I would, I, I, I would imagine there was a period in your life where each you might want each one of the that. things mic drop. What the hell's going on? I don't know. People need to pay some bills. Where each one of those things would have driven you insane. It would have bothered me. Yeah. It, it would have bothered me. And after you got past like a thing or two, like we sit down and perfect example we sit down and michael goes i think i'm gonna get the burger and like we'd literally just been handed the menus and i'm like look at him he goes yeah and he holds the menu. there's like cheese smeared on the menu <laughs> oh, wow and so i'm like all right so this is gonna be an interesting start to the night and then the waiter waitress actually is a woman she she doesn't come by solid 10 minutes which is a long time to just be sitting there doing nothing not even like a hey i'll not be right even, with I'll you be, no, just gone doesn't exist and so finally she comes by order drinks another eight or nine minutes come by before the drinks show up i have to basically grab her by the apron and say hold on come back here we'd like to order some appetizers because now i'm aware that this is going to be how it's going to be we do it and now it, it just each thing was more ridiculous than the next and i didn't care where to your point michael's saying to me are you going to say something I'm like no, I'm kind of digging this. <laughs> I, I'm kind of enjoying to see how this is going to go because, you know, it's three children, mostly grown, like you've done a lot of your work. Let's, let's, let's observe humanity for a little while. Exactly. Is that, tired is of that being in weird charge. or do you no. kind of get where I'm coming from? No, I totally get where you're coming from. You're a fan of indifference. It, it was, but I, I wasn't indifferent. I was actively interested in Fascinated. what was happening. Right. They were that's, indifferent about How about a contagion? Yeah, that's Maybe what that's what it was. Because there are moments like where... If it were, if the service were thirty two percent better, <laughs> it would have ruined that experience, and you would have been frustrated. Yes, it was that it was so bad, it was cartoonish. And I, this is, I tip generously. <laughs> I did. I'm like, eh, whatever. I'm gonna, I don't know if I just in a good mood because it was Susan's birthday. We were having an everyone's dressed nicely. It was nice. I had a good time, and it was a genuinely awful experience from the moment we sat down till the time we left. I've never had that before. Now that doesn't Company. work in sports though, because like you could argue, Lakers been a little cartoonish for the last couple of years, and like it's you don't reach that point where it's like. Look, we're playing a G League team on the floor tonight. Let's just watch and see what happens. But but they haven't been bad enough. They've been they've been bad, but they're they have. Bad. For instance, How much bad do you the need? Detroit Lions, Cleveland Browns going zero sixteen. Yeah, let's see if they lose tonight. They're not that. They're not historically bad. They're just not let's very good. Let's see how the Raiders lose boring. this week. And what the Raiders what are fun bad. The Raiders are super fun bad because they're they're supposed to be better and are owned by a man with a terrible haircut. <laughs> and they uh, just lose and like they have this the worst luck possible although 
Last week did seem to flip that a little bit. A little bit. I got a, I got a little bit of payback. They're playing my Stillers this weekend. They're going to lose. I'm going to have to insist that you refer to Mark Davis's haircut as the He-Man haircut <laughs> because there is no other way to describe said haircut. Now he's doing at this point. That's a bit. He's doing that on purpose, right? Oh, okay. Let's 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 dig into this because he's as far. I didn't know. I he, only ask because I'm sure you've thought about it, Travis. For people who don't know. <laughs> Is a, is a deep thinker about the hair of people connected to sports. I think get, Andy and I get texts from <laughs> Travis frequently talking about the stupid hair. Well, there's of, a lot of stupid of hair professional out there. athletes. It, Almost all of them are, are in the ball family. <laughs> I think. Well, there's not. They're not great. Um, I think it's te- you're telling me something about how you're going to play based on what you got right. going. I think the Raiders and the way that they are managed is pretty apparent in the He-Man haircut. <laughs> I think, like, he's he's telling you. He's not he's not letting you, like, he's not tricking you. If he walked in there with a George Clooney haircut and you had, like, this doesn't make any sense. You get the He-Man haircut with the Raiders, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, And if you're sure. his friend, how do you break that to him anyway? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, Mark, you know, there's always something I wanted to ask you. Uh, Known you 20 years. But. Yeah. You ever thought of like uh, you know? Um, wow, that is that like, is right up. That uh, is, oh my god! That's not a really having hard that question. haircut. <laughs> it's like Do you have an intervention. Scenario, you know. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, you weren't here for that. Uh, I asked them what they would do if, because I have thinning receding hair. This is true. If I just showed up one day with a piece. Didn't didn't say anything. <laughs> just I'm not like, going to shame him for I, that. I, I didn't. I didn't say, "Hey guys, I'm coming in tomorrow and I'm trying something new." I didn't come in and go, "Huh, huh?" Like, look at look at this. Just dead straight. Just didn't say a word. Sat down to the show, but I have a piece on, like a a, a crazy piece. Like I look like Ken Burns, like like Taylor said. I've got all the hair all of a sudden. What do you do? I would because you guys know me. You know I that's not would. my deal. Where'd you get that. Call Emily. <laughs> beg to be sitting in for someone <laughs> and fillet you for three hours <laughs> but what if i was sincere what, what do you mean i don't like, care I, 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 I think i look good i would tell you otherwise <laughs> so i will say andy uh his daughter who's a really good artist she's in sixth grade and she's a fantastic artist um she drew their holiday card this year and she gave andy like a robust head of hair okay and he doesn't which he does not have have. (laughs) right um and i I texted him about that he's like oh yeah she says it's harder to draw bald people so i was like okay that's fair send her my way that's that's a little different (laughs) when she's done with the kamenetsky family send her over to the rogers residence i mean i'll i'll show you at the break but i mean it is a head of hair that he hasn't had in ages um, but no, I would make fun of you, <laughs> kind of want incessantly. Or, or I would, I'm assuming a piece is expensive, right? Like a, I, I don't I, want like yeah. a joke piece. I want a real one. I want one that I've spent money on. What well, I mean, they say if you have off, a good one, like people don't know, it, yeah, yeah, unless yeah. you're going from zero to sixty, <laughs> like in a day. What am I supposed to buy a, a set of pieces? <laughs> yeah. We're just slowly <laughs> over time. <laughs> over time, we just don't understand what has happened. And then you got to get ones that are too long, so you can back it off, <laughs> so people think you're getting haircuts. Haircuts. <laughs> 
You got a haircut? To- Matter of fact, I did. I did. This is my December twenty third piece. He's like like a doll. Just wind oh, the arm a little bit. The hair goes back into your head. All right, we should stop. Much like Commander and Chimp, these yes. are good ideas that we should keep for ourselves as opposed to just but this giving is, them away for free. If you are if you're losing your hair and you're young, like I lost mine, I started going in high school. Really? Like, oh yeah. Was, That's got to be rough. It was, <laughs> it was suboptimal. Yes. I say i uh and, and you know so and andy you know had great hair and and people always thought i was the older brother and blah, blah, blah. now of course i've i've aged into yes look I've, i mean i look at pictures of myself how long have you been shaving your head oh since i was in my 20s basically okay. a little bit shorter a little bit shorter but like you know with a razor blade yeah probably 20 years and then shaving it in one form or another since i was in my 20s um but like i i've kind of caught up to my my look. You grew into your look. I looked fifty <laughs> when I was twenty, <laughs> and now I'm pushing fifty. And people don't. I I was you at a probably work... get this a lot. You haven't changed a bit. Yes, you get that a lot. I had one. I the... do not. Yeah, <laughs> I had one. I was at a work thing a few weeks ago. And you doing all right over there? You're having a lot of equipment issues. You're breaking the mic. You're dropping your is, headphones. I don't know what these this is, but let's, these are like. Air traffic controller headphones. <laughs> oh, they are. Nine or six, but, five out so, of O'Hare. I like, mentioned that I had three kids, and somebody's looked at me and said, oh, you don't look old enough to have three kids. Thank you. Bless you. I don't I get said, that one either. No. You, only three? How many grandchildren? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. And how, many, gra- and how many great-grandchildren? Oh, it's not great. It's not great. Factor Cap coming up next. It's Travis Lee, Fact. 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, typically I would be doing some sort of Christmas themed factor cap, uh-huh. but I spent the last part of the um, show trying to do a lying themed oh. <laughs> factor cap. So Why? Gonna, what made you think How's of that? your holiday going, Emily? <laughs> <laughs> it's going great. It's going what, is there something in your daily professional life that maybe made you think that mm. someone was being less than forthcoming? Liar! Sometimes around the time of year, people just bend the truth, maybe. Maybe but, a little bit. So, um, I want to play this one piece of sound, and it's one of my favorite pop culture moments ever. It's from the Ellen DeGeneres show, and it's Ellen DeGeneres interviewing Dakota Johnson. Do you guys know who Dakota Johnson is? She's Fifty Shades of Grey, right? Yes, yes. I I figured you guys would know her from that. And so she's um, Don Johnson's daughter. What are you implying? (laughs) By the way, what are you implying when you say, "Oh, I figured you'd know him from Fifty Shades of Grey"? Like we're grown ups. We don't need (laughs) to like. 
like watch the the blurry pornography the on squiggle walking. Right. <laughs> you know, but, I mean, yeah. Anyway, so she was on there. It's around Christmas time, and um, Ellen asks her about getting invited to her birthday party. I'm gonna play it. You turned thirty. I did. And um, how was the party? I wasn't invited. Actually, no. That's not the truth, Ellen. You were invited last year. No, last time I was on the show last year, you gave me a bunch of about not inviting you, but I didn't even know you wanted to be invited. Well, who doesn't want to be invited, invited to a party? Yeah. So Ellen got called out on her own show, and it aired. It didn't get cut. It's amazing. So this is the perfect way to call someone out in a lie uh, from D- Dakota Johnson, Travis Fettercap. Well, okay. So in this specific instance, knowing what we know now about the person that got zapped, it's perfect because yeah. it turns out not a super nice person, right? So busting her chops in that way is a great way to do, do it publicly, put them on the defensive, put them on their heels and make them, uh, 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 uh. it's a great way to do it. If it's just a person who's trying to make a joke and walked into a trap inadvertently, then you got to give him a little bit of an escape hatch. But I like that she did that to her. Yes. And in fact, because it's also TV, it's like you're trying to make entertaining television. But like I, my wife just had to remind me a friend of ours. um, His wife was on below deck. It was one of the people that was in the boat show, the boat show. Okay. There were, that was in the party. Um, that was on the boat and she was, she's my, and I, she was, so she was texting me about it and I couldn't figure out why. And she was like, and I couldn't remember her name. And then I did. And she was like, you know, you were at their wedding. And I was like, no, I wasn't. <laughs> she's like, yes, you were. And she told me all of these, she didn't even go. And she knew all, I forget stuff all the time. So do people will make mistakes, but in this particular case, fact, um, it's fun television. Taylor. Fact, yeah, I love this too. Uh, I think a lot of times you go on a TV show like this, and the host expects expects you to kind of kiss their feet and stuff. And she wasn't having that. She wasn't calling going mm-hmm. for anything. that. Was kind of the beginning of the unveiling of all of that. True, right? Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, to your point, you expect you know somebody you go on somebody's show and they expect you to kiss their feet when they get a hairpiece that <laughs> wasn't there yesterday, <laughs> and and you're just not supposed to say anything Actually, about no, it. Travis, real, real quick, just somebody out there that's listening to say knows the. Pro- Price points on pieces. I need you to hit me on Twitter or call us 877-710-ESPN because now I kind of want to do it. Mm-hmm. Now I want to do it just to see the look <laughs> on your face. Go so ahead. This is one of the more famous uh, sports lies out there. So you believe Sammy Sosa couldn't speak English to Congress. Uh, <laughs> uh, Brian, uh, fact your cap. That he could or could not? That he could not speak English to uh, Congress. He, that is f- f- cap. <laughs> Absolutely could speak English to Congress. Enough English to get through those questions at the very least. So I'll tell a quick story kind of related to this. Um, I was covering the All-Star Game, the Major League Baseball All-Star Game in Philadelphia, I think it was. And I was working for Rome at the time. And one of my responsibilities on the show was to go get people to come on the show. We were set up in the player hotel in the lobby. So presumably these guys, and, and mm-hmm. they were, they were all over the place. And I was able to get a lot of different guys and do all these things. We had a great show. And I see... Pudge Rodriguez sitting um, on you know one of the chairs in the lobby reading the newspaper or whatever it was, and and I go over to him and said, "Hey, uh, Mr. Rodriguez, my name is Travis Rogers. I produce the Jim Rome Show. I, I was wondering, you know, we're, we're set up right over there. If you might have five minutes to come and talk about the All Star Game." And he looks at me and he says, "No, nah, I can't do that. I don't speak English." <laughs> <laughs> and I, I said. 
Oh, 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 okay, great. He goes, yep, have a good day. <laughs> uh, that's how you do that. Uh-huh. That is how you do, that's how you don't speak English. <laughs> I mean, Slava Medvedenko, famously, couldn't speak, a, I mean, understood all of it, knew all of it. I mean, there, I, and I don't blame anybody for, for pulling this card so they don't have to talk to the media. Sure. Or Congress. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, you, you, Sammy speaks and comprehends. Yes, and English, he's fine. <laughs> yes, Taylor. Fact. So, I mean, I was seven, I guess, when McGuire and uh, Sosa were going back and forth, and that's what got me into baseball. But for the life of me, I couldn't tell you what Sammy, vo- uh, what his voice sounds like. You know, I've never heard him speak. So, I think the general population would might, you know, might believe this, but. But the problem is he'd been speaking in English he, while he was hitting his 60-whatever-how-many-home-runs, 66 home runs. They'd interview him after every game. He's like, yeah, I got a fastball over the outside of the outer half, and I decided to poke it in the right field, and it was a great day. If English was my English. second language, I would not want to go before Congress. <laughs> I mean, if it was my, I mean... Like, if you're providing te- legal testimony, then maybe you'd like it in your native tongue. I, 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 know, I understand that. it, but, like, he went from, you know, very serviceable to... Fresh off the boat, like in instantly, I, I was, overnight. Did they yeah. offer an interpreter? Or? I'm sure they could have made his, that available. I think his attorney uh, offered. Uh, we will not be answering yes. those questions. Uh, so, what's Spanish for? I'm not here to talk about the past. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you have ever been caught in a bad lie, Taylor Federcap? Oh man. Um. Yeah. Fact. I'm trying to think of what a, a good one off the top of my head. Um. I think I I was throwing rocks at a window one time just um, when I was a little kid, and I lied about it to my dad, and he caught me. He busted me. Jeff, not not so much as an adult. Like like Taylor's talking about. I got caught doing stupid things, like you know, like all little kids do. Remember the little Star Wars action figures, right? The little mm-hmm. bit or the three or four inches tall or whatever. Yeah. For whatever reason, I was probably eleven or twelve. I thought it would be a very good idea to go into the backyard and burn them all. One by one with a can of lighter fluid and matches. And uh, just a little psychopathic. <laughs> As children do. Right. And so, you know, I and, and all of a sudden this acrid black smoke is everywhere. <laughs> and were you lighting those up? No. <laughs> well, there's a giant pile of melted plastic right here and your hands smell like lighter fluid. I think you did do it. Yeah, I guess I did do it. But no, nothing I'm like, sorry, I don't speak nothing. English. <laughs> Had I known that that were an option, I may have executed it. I don't think I, uh, Cap, I don't think I have. Like, as an adult, I'm not, I don't lie much, um, partially because I am so forgetful that I can't keep track of the things that I would have said. Well, that's the old line, right? That tell the truth because it's the easiest thing to remember. Yeah. Right? (laughs) I, like, I, I can't have an affair. Why would you forget her name? <laughs> no, just the logistics of it. I'd be done. I'd be caught in in minutes <laughs> because it's too much to juggle. Like the details, I text people the wrong person. Oh, you've been on the the, the end of that where I'm texting. <laughs> yeah, I something can, completely I can different. From first hit experience. I'll get a text from BK. I'm like, I that's, I don't even know what that's this not means. that's not. And I'll be like, sorry, Trav. <laughs> I mean, I'd be texting the, the, the side piece and I'm thinking I'm texting my wife and vice versa. And I can't, I'm too irresponsible to have two phones. I'd leave the one lying around. It's like, I just can't do it. It's a lot of work. It's tremendous work. It's a lot of work. 
I think the one of the more embarrassing times that I think I've been caught in a lie was uh, this was when I was in Connecticut. <laughs> you um, called in sick <laughs> <laughs> two days before you're about to take a vacation. Yeah, um, this is when I was living in uh, in West Hartford and I was uh, working at ESPN in uh, Connecticut, and I was you know dating around, and I had gone on a date with a guy, and then didn't go well, but he kept on wanting to go on another date. I'm like, eh, I don't know. I went on a date with someone else, and I told the guy who wanted to go on a date that I was busy that night. I had something else to do, whatever. Another date. Right. That, that, those, <laughs> exactly. uh, you do have was, something I think else I was like, to do. I, I think I said something like, I had to work, or I did something wash else. Wash your hair? <laughs> Wait, why was, was that busy. an excuse in the 70s? I can't. I have to wash my hair. People have very long hair. <laughs> uh, yeah, but then I ended up going to a restaurant with uh, the other date, and the other guy happened to sit at the table next to us. Ooh. So that was really fun to be kind of Should have invited him over. Pull up a chair. See, I will give you... <laughs> I'll give you a break on that because you were trying to be nice. You were you were just what well, you should have been like is I don't like you, um, and just been straight and like you know pull that band aid off. But you were just trying to be nice, and it didn't work. I was out. trying to keep all my options open. Oh, oh, that's different. Uh, yeah, <laughs> different but understandable. Right, right. You like the like, nobody likes to have the same thing every day. You got like so you actually didn't mind this guy. I thought you didn't really like him. But you just wanted to keep that out there in case? <laughs> yes. He's good looking, and he has great at hugs. <laughs> keep him in the next booth. Just, we'll, we'll, we'll fill just you in try. later. <laughs> we'll fill you in later. DeMarco Farr, not in studio today, but he's going to join us next to see if Rams, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, can get win number five on Christmas. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. All right, so the Rams have another... Yes, another standalone national television audience game coming up on Sunday, Christmas Day, against the Denver Broncos, along with myself and Kirk Morrison, J.B. Long, and, of course, Maurice Jones-Drew, and DeMarco Farr will be there uh, for all the action. He is a Super Bowl champ. How are you feeling today, DeMarco? A lot warmer than I was Monday night. <laughs> yeah, let's start right there. How bad was it? You, you and I were talking a lot about it leading into it. Uh, I, I was told it started to snow right after the game ended. Was it as bad as it looked on TV? It was ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> I'm serious. No place on the on the planet should be that cold. <laughs> uh, or at least I felt cold. But then I'm looking in the stands, and there's Packer fans taking off their clothes. Uh, it's just—it's like bizarro world. So it, it was weird, but it was to me, it was freezing. My toes froze, my hands froze. Uh, those little jet heaters on the sidelines were like coveted space. You were fighting, jockeying for position. It was cold. I would have delivered all of my sideline reports from there. I would have been telling everybody, here's what's happening in the heater. The, joining me at the heater right now is special team standout, this guy. And that, I just would have done all my work from there. That's, that's pretty much what the roster's been, this guy. No, I mean, but it, I, I thought of that, BK, but the only thing was they could hear it. So if I if I'm standing next to the heater, you could hear it, and JB and Maurice would call me out for it. So <laughs> it's cold. They're in a they're in a booth. I had backed myself into a corner talking this toughness thing. Like yeah. I'm tough enough to be outside. You guys have to have the windows closed. Could so you play I in cold? Do a broadcast right next to the heater. Yeah, I, I think you could have. Could could you play in cold, or were you one of those guys who didn't like that either? Man, I didn't like cold. Um, that's uh, We were talking about this uh, during the broadcast um, when Maurice said tackling would be hard because it's cold. Tackling was never the issue. I mean, that's 
you know, you, you, you track somebody down, you put a shoulder into them, and, and you drop them. It's getting off the blocks that are hard. Anything you have to do with your hands. Imagine, like, sticking your hand in a freezer for, like, five minutes or, or, or more than that, and then having to, like, try to build a shelf right after with, with nails and hammer. You know, think about that. That would hurt, right? If, <laughs> and, you, and your hands aren't coordinated. So that's the sucky part of playing in cold weather. I hated it. DeMarco Farr joining us. DeMarco, we were – I forget how we got onto it, but somehow, some way, we started having like a, a matchmaking thing where we were going to have – oh, I know what it was. Mason said that he wanted to kick Sedano's ass on, on our show yesterday. And so – Like, really? Well like, – like fight or – No, fight, yes. That They would square off and have a fight. Three o'clock that, high. That, the, the question was an ask slee to Mason that was if you had to fight somebody, who would it be? And he chose Sedano. And then the next thing you know – Everybody's putting potential bouts together. For, I think, weight division purposes, you and I were put in the same division. I would just like to make it very clear that I would not like to fight you. <laughs> that, that of all oh, the people no. here. We go tag team. We turn on everybody else. <laughs> That's a good idea. Absolutely. I like that. Yeah. So, so if is there anybody that is in our universe here that you say you know what i don't know about that guy is there any because you're a professional athlete you're a big man you are skilled in hand to hand combat is there anybody like you know what i'd really rather not emily <laughs> <laughs> why, no, you know why cuz she's so nice she's so nice so when somebody's that nice you know there's just an evil side somewhere, you know, <laughs> that may hit you with a brick when you're not looking. It's so, my water yeah. polo side. <laughs> That's right. She'll bring out her water polo moves on you and drown you in the deep end of the pool. <laughs> like, you you talk, football is hard. Water polo is impossible. Well, it's a fist fight in the pool. Right. While you're swimming. And if you lose, you <laughs> drown and die. Like, how yeah, many pe- how many teammates a year died, pool. Emily? No one died. Like, four, five? <laughs> there are people that had a hard time breathing at certain t- points in times, but no one dies. Well, that I, means you die. I, tr- I tried that, that, that water polo kick for conditioning. That's hard, man. You're, you know, when you're trying to tread water without your hands and you got to do whatever that is, Emily, in, in a circular motion, that egg is beater. hard. Yeah, no, no egg, egg beater. I want real eggs, and I don't want to do the egg beater. That's that's what we're doing. I'm, I'm excited. The next st- uh, studio like station thing is pickleball, and not like the group water polo game. <laughs> so let me ask you this, wow. Demarco. Uh, Cam Akers said that you know they're heading into these last three games. They're going to try to ruin people's season. That they're going to treat it like it's a championship. I, I, I get the sentiment. I get what he's trying to say. But when you're four and ten, and you got three games left, and you can see the finish line, what what is going through guys' heads as you get to to a point of the season where obviously you're eliminated from the playoffs? It's not what anybody was hoping for. How do you get to the finish line? Well, the pressure's off. I can tell you that. So you can really just go back to enjoying playing football. You three games to play in the National Football League. Uh, when I was walking out of Green Bay, I mean, you just lost. Uh, it's depressing, it's cold, and you got to think about a long flight back to Los Angeles. Um, I was right behind Michael Hoyt, who has mm. come along as an outside linebacker. But here's a guy who just loves to be in the National Football League. Uh, clearly, he wants to win. Uh, everybody wants to win a ring, become a champion, and all that stuff, or, or repeat uh, for him. But he's got a tattoo on his arm that says NFL. Uh, this is what you dreamed about, man. I mean, no one dreams about losing or having a 4-10 and ten record, but you dream about playing at this level. So you've got three left. And they always tell you, um, 
you know, there is no tomorrow in the National Football League. There may not be a next year for you. So you got to play every snap like it, like it's your last. So for guys like Cam Akers, Michael Hoyt, guys that are getting extended runs right now, you're excited to play. Uh, you're excited to play because you have a chance to make more money or you have a chance to stay in the league for another year. Uh, it's hard to get there. It's even harder to stay in the National Football League because you're always being uh, evaluated. So uh, for a lot of guys, just the thrill of playing is almost enough. But, you know, for guys like Bobby Wagner, Jalen Ramsey, you know, all the top flight guys, the, the legendary players, uh, this is hard. You've you got to fight the, the, the instinct to shut it down because the season is over. Uh, you have to put yourself back in the mindset of a rookie uh, that you're still trying to earn your reps. That's hard when you're close to 30 or in your 30s, but uh, that's what professionals do. So uh, you, you have a chance to keep playing. And on the other side, if you can ruin somebody's season, that's almost as fun as winning. Uh, if you can knock Seattle to the playoffs, wouldn't that be great? Extend that rivalry. But for the most part, uh, you've got – if you're just an average defensive tackle, think about this. Let's say Jonah Williams. You may have 150 more snaps in this season, and that's it. And then there may not be any more after that. So you might as well play them as hard as you can while you can. How many of these, to that kind of along those lines, like how many of these guys that we're seeing, because, you know, so many important players are in street clothes right now, DeMarco. How many of these guys who were watching play these last three games do you think will be here next year? Oh, man, that's, that's, that's hard. Because, I mean, some of these guys I didn't expect to be here this year, but uh, you're all beat up, and here you are. I mean, I remember Ty Inseki, and I think this is a great story. He's your left tackle right now. I remember him in 2012. The Rams cut him then, uh, and he bounced around and found his way back to uh, this football team. But he's 37 years old. How many starts do you think he has left in him? Right. How many more how many more years does he have left? But right now, he is the starter for the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, so that stuff yet to be determined. It depends on who comes back and how healthy are they to start minicamp. But for the most part, uh, most rosters turn over in the national football, win or lose, by about 25 30%. So some of these guys are playing their last snaps. You just don't know it. That was Mark. a very polite way of saying not very many. Let <laughs> <laughs> me hit you with one more, uh, DeMarco, before we let you go. And obviously the the debut of Baker Mayfield was awesome because they won the game and they won it dramatic fashion and everything else. What did you make of the second performance that was a little bit more familiar as far as people that have seen Baker Mayfield play? Well, I mean, look, you're, you're back to even. I mean, it was great. It was euphoric. The Raiders win. I, and we said this. I think I told you guys or asked you guys this. I wasn't sure was it the fact that the Rams had won for the first time in seven weeks or was it Baker Mayfield uh, or was it a combination of the two? But mm. uh, I think you saw the other end of, of the Baker Mayfield experience. But I'll tell you what I would like. I would love to see what he looks like in an offense uh, that has all the starters, Cooper Cup included, uh, Allen Robinson. I mean, mini camp or a seven on seven just to see what he looks like with that arm with some top flight guys and then i can make a judgment this is kind of hard um imagine learning the playbook not knowing the guy's names that you're throwing to and you're expecting him to find that guy on his third or fourth read when the pressure's getting to him it's kind of hard to be a quarterback that way so i would love to see him more acclimated to the offense with the top flight guys around him DeMarco Farr will be on the sidelines on Christmas Day. Broncos, 
and Rams, two four and ten teams. Take the under. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, taking the both. I think. I think Demarco. I, I haven't gone and done my exact. I think the two teams combined have scored more than twenty points four times. I think that's right. Yeah, it, it, it it's <laughs> should been be a real barn burner. You know, look, it, I, the, the Russell Wilson thing, I'm still baffled by, but it looks like he's coming back around. Yeah, he's supposed to play. He's supposed to play on Sunday, so we'll get to see yep. Russell Wilson again. I thought we were done with him for a while, but not so much. Thanks, pal. Appreciate it. Got it, man. You got it. Yeah, four and ten versus four and ten. How about this? They go from Thursday night football, only game on, mm-hmm. everybody sees it. Monday night football, only game on, everybody sees it. Sunday afternoon, Christmas Day football, only game on, everybody sees it. And Emily, they still haven't flexed out of Sunday night, have they? They, their next game after that is that's gotta Sunday happen, night that's football gotta, that's against the Chargers, the Chargers yeah. where everybody sees it. But it could it. mean something for the Chargers. That's the only reason they wouldn't flex it. But yeah. is there not a better game that the NFL? There are NFL? some games that are mildly better, but it's not a great weekend. Oh. Slip. Because you think, you know, the reason the Rams are on four consecutive primetime games, everybody thought they were going to be, be good. good. Yeah. And, and if they didn't have happened. a 37-year-old starting left tackle or that, something. That, I didn't realize second. he was that old. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, he, didn't bounce. he got cut in 2012. It's almost 2023. It's like Matt Ryan has been doing DoorDash since then. (laughs) Honestly, my big takeaway from that whole conversation is I can't stop thinking about DeMarco wearing one of those little caps with the ear (laughs) things and doing doing his egg beaters (laughs) under the water. And look, I'm just glad that he doesn't want to fight me and that we're going to be a tag team together because me and DeMarco together as a tag team, we could be a formidable combination. I feel like we'd have the uh, size advantage on any other group you're going to throw together. He's... I mean, I mean, are, what is the typical build of a water polo player? It's not Demarco. Nope, but you do want to be stockier. So it depends on like. So girls tend to be stockier. Men tend to be really tall, long arms. Right. Long arms is the biggest like thing to have. Wingspan, as Jay Billis would say. Yes, wingspan <laughs> is great, and being able to like be very strong. All right, some good news in Laker world. Not this team, but an old team. Something oh. cool happened in Laker history. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee. BK's in for Slee. Seven ten ESPN.